Hey everyone, my name is Mark Lynn, and I'm a recruiter at Florida State College at Jacksonville. And I just want to thank you for listening in on this new podcast segment called My Life. At FSCJ, I am privileged to work alongside so many of our employees that are committed to providing the best service, quality, and value to our students, staff, and community. You know, each of these podcast segments will be me just having a conversation with an employee, getting to know them better, and discussing the integral part they play in helping our college succeed. My goal of these segments is to not only help others gain a better understanding of the culture we have at FSCJ, but to celebrate and highlight the very employees that make our culture so inclusive, engaging, and rewarding. And with that, let's get into it. My life. My life. My life. My life at Florida State College at Jacksonville. My life at Florida State College at Jacksonville. Why? Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of My Life at Florida State College at Jacksonville. Today, Mr. Andrew Pierce, our Assessment and Certification Center Manager, came all the way down from South Campus to chat with us. I don't know about you, but I'm very excited to get to know him better and learn about the role he plays here at FSCJ. So, hey, Andrew, what's up, man? How you doing? Good morning. I am great, Mark, and thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? Hey, you know what? I can't complain. You know, one thing, though, on the way to work, I was listening to something called, uh, and this is just a weird segue, so bear with me, Andrew, something called ASMR. It's called Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Have you heard of that? Briefly, but yes. Yeah, so just to give a little insight about that, it's supposed to, I'm looking in Google right now, it's supposed to be a relaxing sedative sensation, uh, and it's supposed to brain massage you, and it's supposed to come out by individuals making sounds like whispers, accents, and crackles. I don't know, maybe we should try something different and piece these things here when we have a conversation and just talk a little softly and a little bit more soothing uh, for this interview. What are your thoughts on that? I, I think I agree with that, Mark. Yeah, let's, okay. We'll throw it in there and surprise our, our listeners. But anyways, <clears throat> so let's set the groundwork Tell me a little bit about yourself. Maybe a couple things I wouldn't guess to know about you. That is an awesome question. So, um, you already know, my name is Andrew Pierce. I hail from South Florida. I came to Jacksonville more than a few years ago to uh, attend the University of North Florida. And Jacksonville grew on me, so I never left. But something you wouldn't know about me is that I was a Make-A-Wish kid. So if you don't know, for some of our listeners, Make-A-Wish Foundation actually grants wishes for uh, what they deem to be terminally ill children. So I'll tell you, Mark, when I heard that, when I got that news as a kid, I wasn't happy. <laughs> I actually thought that it meant that, you know, I didn't have long left. Uh, but you know, my, my childhood cardiologist and my aunt explained to me that, you know, that's, it's not a death sentence. All it means is that you had a life-altering condition. And so many of the, the, the kids, and case in point, I'm sitting here with you today, many of the kids go on to live happy, healthy, normal lives. And so I'm happy to be here today and to be able to, to share that. 
Uh, so Andrew, I want to talk serious for a moment. And if you don't mind sharing, um, what was your ailment um, uh, that caused the Make-A-Wish Foundation to, to reach out to you for, for this moment? Yes, uh, it's no problem at all. Um, so when I was 11 years old, I was trying out for football. A doctor heard an abnormality um, while he was using a stethoscope to, to check my heart and um, was sent into a cardiologist. About a, a couple weeks later, I was going in for surgery. Turns out I had a tissue blockage in one of my arteries and I had to go in and clear that out. Um, although I'm better, I do have to see a cardiologist regularly um, for the rest of my life. But um, since then, everything has been golden. Well, I appreciate that, Andrew. Wow. Uh, yeah, you know, for just lack of knowledge, um, I usually think that those Make-A-Wish Foundation individuals, um, we're no we're terminal illnesses. Um, but I'm glad you're here. Everything, I'm assuming, works working out fine. Uh, could you tell me what was your wish? I am glad you asked that, Mark. <laughs> so my wish was actually to travel to California to be on my favorite TV show at the time. It was a TV show called One on One. And so it was to tour the set. It was great. Uh, my aunt and I flew out there for a week. We got to be on set for a couple of days, meet all the cast. Um, and a happy coincidence was I got to meet the executive director. I remember his name. His name was Maynard. And um, he took a look at me, kind of sized me up, looked me up and down. And um, then he, 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 he walked off for a bit, came back with a jersey in his hand, a football jersey, handed it to me and said, I need you to come sit over here. And so I got to actually be on the TV show. And so that was one of the happiest times of my life. Uh, I still remember it. If you guys want to check it out, it's season three, episode 23. And um, I'm in a couple of scenes there. No, no speaking roles, of course, but I am prominently featured. If you take a look at that opening scene, I'm sitting directly behind the, the, main, the main actor, uh, main character, uh, Kyla Pratt in the show. So it's, it's, it's great. Okay. Gotcha. Did you do anything where you just, you know, an extra behind the scene? Did you wave? Did you smile? I mean, well, what, you got to tell me more, man. Well, so I'll set the scene. It's, uh, it was about, uh, teenagers in, in high school. So it was, um, we were at lunch and so I was sitting and doing what I do best. I was eating. So <laughs> perfect <laughs> or pretending to eat <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. as the as the main character and her friend spoke off uh, in, in front of me. Um, funny enough, it was actually about um, participating in a in a high school play. Mm -hmm. So that was that was that episode was about. And um, so it was just really cool getting to sit there and and watch everything. Um, uh, another kind of interesting point is that the young lady who I was speaking with um, who was playing a high school student was actually 27 at the time. So, so oh, wow. and she looked younger than I did. And I would think I was 15 or 16. So, oh so, <laughs> yeah. So I got to awesome. did you ask her what her secret was? I'd be like, Holly, that's everyone's <laughs> secret. What is the, the benefit of being young, man? I like that. I, I think it was pure genetics, Mark. Oh, must be, must be. <laughs> Look at that. Wow, wow. I'm glad you shared that story, man. I'd, I'd like to talk more about that, but, um, Maybe we can go back and touch base with that later on. But so can we focus now on your role as an assessment and certification center manager? Can you tell me a little bit about the job and generally what does the day-to-day -day world look like for you? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, so the day-to-day -day for me, it typically consists of, you know, attending meetings, 
attending more meetings and, and then attending more meetings. I'm, no. I'm joking. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's usually. It sounds you know, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, handling emails, handling more emails. And no, but honestly, um, of course, it's all of that. But uh, the primary role um, is just a lot of collaboration. It's working with um, our different departments on on each of our campuses to really just meet their needs. Uh, you're, you'd be surprised how much testing is actually required, um, and and it's a it's a scary word for a lot of people. But our our job and our focus is really just to 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 help out, to be able to to kind of meet the students where they are, to really help ease that that tension and just let them know that this is this is just your proving ground. This isn't to to, to say that you're you're not you know, achieving whatever your goals may be, but we just want to test you to see and make sure you're learning what you need to learn. And I, I think that helps a lot of students. So I, I, for me personally, though, I, I think my, my job entails really whatever is required of me. I, I've, I've really said in every interview that I've ever been on that double negative coming. <laughs> You'll never hear me say that's not my job. And so I believe my job entails whatever the college needs, whatever the college needs to continue to move forward and whatever our students need to be successful. So however that comes about is what I'm willing and happy to do. Sure. Thank you for that. Um, just to go a little bit on with the, the job role. So you, know, you have to be very elementary with me about this. So uh, do, do you test students um, to see where they are in regards to moving on to um, a different uh, a different stage or a different year? How, how does that work? Or? So th- that and more. That and more? Yeah, 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 exactly. Please. So um, one, one of the, the biggest the biggest tests that we, we provide are the uh, placement exams. So that's when students are coming in from high school or if they've been away from school for a bit of time, we, we want to see where you are right now. So we give you what's called the placement assessment. And that tells us kind of what level you are and based on where you, where you test there it's not a pass or fail test it's just truly to see where you are and we can determine whether you need developmental education courses or if you're ready to jump right into those college level courses or in in the case of math if you're advanced you may be able to skip some of those beginning math courses and jump all the way up to calculus and so we also provide um, makeup testing for our faculty members so if they, if they have students that perhaps miss an exam day and they need to make that up, you don't want to, you know, sacrifice that class time. They send those students down to us. We test them in that way. We also do certification exams for those students that are getting ready to graduate and and uh, move on into the to the work workforce. They for many of the, the areas that they may need, such as nursing, if they're going into um, real estate, you, Almost anything, you kind of need a license to do it. And so we offer those licensing exams as well. Can you facilitate that? Okay, sure thing. Thank you for that. Um, so now, what would you say is the best part about working at Florida State College of Jacksonville? For me, that is a loaded question, Mark. <laughs> so um, I have to give you two things here. So the first thing is the people. And I'll explain why. Um, but also the, that, that diversity. And so I'll start with the people. When I came to FSCJ, uh, oh man, almost eight years now. <laughs> when I came to the to the to the college, I I truly didn't have a ton of confidence. I just thought I'd come in, be uh, no no offense here, but just be a worker bee, just do what I'm told, 
not having to think for myself or anyone else, just come in, do do whatever's you know required of me, and let that be it. But I, I've run into so many great people here, and they've really just imbued me with so much confidence that I, I begin to believe I can do so much more than that. And so this is kind of where the, the diversity comes into play. I remember sitting at a convocation several years ago, and at that point, you know, my confidence had been increased, and but it was increased to the point that I my aspirations were to be in the role that I hold now. And so I, I came on working for Dr. Jones Liptrot as a part-time test examiner, and um, I thought that's what I was going to be doing, maybe move up and be a, a specialist or a coordinator, but um, just having so many great people you know, kind of speak and give me energy and give me positivity. And I, I, be, I begin to feel like, hey, I can I can do what Dr. Judy's doing. Um, and so, but that was my aspiration. Sitting in convocation several years ago, I saw um, as they introduced our then campus presidents, Dr. Cedric Gibson walked across the stage and he was introduced as one of the campus presidents. And that moment I decided that's my new goal. I'm going to be a campus president now. And so that's been my aspiration ever since, maybe not a campus president, but a college president. And so because I saw him that day and it really didn't click to me at the moment that how big that was. But growing up, I didn't see a lot of you know people that looked like me in, you know, in leadership roles. So, and I think in part, that's why I didn't have any aspirations of doing anything more because I, I never saw it, you know, other than, you know, you watch your occasional TV show, but of course that's not real. So to me, it never really sunk in that, you know, I could achieve more. And so when I saw him that day, I, it, it just, something clicked in me and said, I, I can do this. I can do anything. And I took that back to those same great people that had spread so much positivity and that believed in me. And I told them, I'm going to be a, a college president. And without skipping a beat, they all said, well, I can see that. I, I, I know you can do it. You'd be a great college president. And, and that, that's all FSCJ. And if, if I went down the list of, of names of those people, I forget someone and I'd be so heartbroken. But um, just so many, so many wonderful people that really believed in me and saw that potential. And, um, they set me on the path I am now, and I can thank FSEJ for really changing my life. Well, look at that, Andrew. That was <laughs> that was really deep, and I really appreciate you sharing that story about convocation. You know, I do believe that FSEJ is filled with a a whole plethora of individuals who are role models, and it doesn't matter what role you're in, you can be a role model to somebody. And there's always room to grow and develop and just be better than who you are. And um, we are very lucky, we're very fortunate to be in a environment of education that educates us to not just be better in education in general, but just be better people. And everything else will flow through in, in such a positive way as it has, like you said, impacted you um, just now. So again, I really appreciate you sharing that story. Um, so, Andrew? Thank you for allowing me to learn a little bit more about you and the role you play here at FSCJ. And to you listeners out there, I hope that this conversation gave you just a little insight of the culture we have here from the actual people that make our college what it is today. So I'm looking forward to bringing you along in my next conversation with another FSCJ employee. 
So until next time, Andrew, send our listeners off. Goodbye, FSEJ. Steven, the calculated conductor working behind the scenes, send our listeners off. It was a great episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Mark Lynn, wishing you all continued success, and I'll talk to you later. My life. My life. My life. My life at Florida State College at Jacksonville. My life at Florida State College at Jacksonville.